All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on this Saturday morning, February 27th, 2021. Um, what are we talking about this morning, this afternoon, or this evening? However, this, however you're catching this podcast, uh, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, welcome. Uh, we're watching Relationship Stuff 101 podcast on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast on Anchor or wherever you're listening to your podcast at, I want to welcome you as well. Um, if you want to go ahead and subscribe, subscribe to the channel. If you like the content, check out the other videos I've done in the Relationship Stuff 101 series here on Relationship Stuff 101 podcast. Okay, so. As I'm as I'm uh, presenting this to you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, once again we're gonna make these like 15, trying to make it 15, 20 minute videos. I'm trying to try to put as much information into this podcast as I can, into this episode as I can. Um, just know that this is not gonna be the end. This episode will be followed by two other episodes that will have the same information inside of it that this episode has. So this is not the end. This is not the last of it. So if I miss something or if I forget something, leave it in the comments. If you want me to, uh, you know, touch on something else, put that in the comment section. If you're following here on Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page, also make sure you check out Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter, on Instagram. And uh, also you can check us out on Reddit too if you have Reddit. So today we're talking about breaking the generational curse. We're going to get right into it. This is a conversation that can go many different ways. And I'm going to try to stay as on point with making this conversation as direct as I can and touching on it on two different, on, on I say three different aspects. Okay, first aspect we want to talk about bringing a generational curse. When people hear that, they say, what, what does that mean, breaking a generational curse? What has been going on for generations and generations that has become a curse that follows on from grandma to the grandkids to the great-grandkids, excuse me, and so on and so forth? How is it that grandma and grandpa is the only ones who's married in a family and it's like two or three aunts in a family that's married probably one or two cousins that's married and everybody else is not married. Why is that? Why is that? It's a, that's the major question. And that's the basically what people will look at as a generational curse. That's why these people are not married. And why have they not become married? And why um, have they not seeking or they not seeking marriage? Or if they are seeking marriage, why have they failed to accomplish what they actually want to accomplish. What uh, social or what environmental or universal things are playing to keep these people single or, or in the works to make these people being single. So what's actually happening? The grandmother, let's just let's just hypothetically speak for a minute, right? You got grandma May. Grandma May comes home from church. She goes in the kitchen. She cooks. She has her grandchildren there. They watch her cook. 
they watch a uh, you know attend church they watch her praise the lord they watch her give herself to the lord they watch her you know raise her hand and you know hallelujah and everything else they watch these things go on they see these things they see her in the kitchen they see her stressing they see her holding down the household they see grandma doing everything but where's grandpa Where's granddaddy at? He ain't praising the Lord. Grandpa don't like to praise the Lord. You understand? Grandpa don't like to cook. His grandpa not showing us that there's a strong male figure in the house as well that can do the same things grandma can do. But where did this come from? Where did this come from that only grandma is showing us how to hold the household down? And grandpa is actually absent, not showing us anything, not talking to us, not helping us grow, not also being there with grandma and helping grandma out. As she washes dishes, he dries them. As she cuts up the chicken, he puts it in the pot. Why do we not see that in the household? Why? Because you haven't never seen it. If you, if it does happen in your household, kudos to you. If it does happen, kudos. You know. I applaud you. But a lot of people don't have the same luxury of seeing that in their household. They don't have the same luxury of seeing two parents helping one another grow and actually build. A lot of people get married for the ring. They don't get married for the marriage. They get married for the ring and for the ceremony. Once the ambiance is over and the celebration is done, not many people know what to do past that but it's not their fault because they were not shown now when I first initially was thinking about doing this podcast I was going to target one culture one race but I said no I'm not going to do that because it's bigger than targeting one culture or one race but when you look at statistics when statistics come into play the one race that should be targeted is the one race I was going to target, but I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, ladies and gentlemen, figure it out where race that is. When you go look at the, the statistical data of the race that has the low, the lowest rate of marriage, you know who I was about to attack. But I'm not going to do that because attacking will just make you, ladies and gentlemen, turn your left cheek or your right cheek away from the knowledge that I'm trying to give you. It can't be. This conversation is so deep. I can't even deliver as much knowledge to you today as I could or I would be able to if I had enough time because the generational curses are so deep that they they cause a rift in you actually being successful in your marriage. But you don't even know why. Why is it that you would think it's okay to come into the house and see your wife cooking and just go lay down somewhere or chill out? And let the kids run rampant. And you not do anything about that. Why do you think that's cool? Because you've seen it happen before. Your dad's done it. Your granddad has done it. But why is that cool, man? Bro? Brother? Whatever we we want to say today. Why is that cool? That's not cool. Give a helping hand. If you are a man out there giving your woman a helping hand, kudos to you. But why is it cool for you dudes who are not doing it to think that that's cool? You got to break that curse. You got to help out. 
you got to be there too. Those kids want to see you. They want to see that you're involved. They want to see that you are helping mom when she's stressed because that helps them build better relationships. That helps them grow stronger and closer to someone. They don't just ignore them or come in the house and be emotionally unavailable. They're available all the time. Yeah, I'm not just picking on the men. But we is it in, the, in the, uh, the books that I understand back in the day they say women are supposed to sit home and take care of the kids while the men go out to work. Well, let's just think for a minute. If we both was out working, the house becomes stronger. More, more finances are built. But then you say, well, we don't want just any old body taking care of the kid. Just any old nanny just coming to here. You've seen the videos of the teddy bear camera catching the nanny shaking babies. We've seen those videos uh, uh, many a times if you haven't. I'm sure there's some here on YouTube. You can look at a nanny doing something to a kid she ain't got no business doing. That right there causes a lot of women to not want to just leave anybody with their kids. But is it part of the generational curse to think that the woman doesn't have to work too? Doesn't have to do a lot of what the men do? And men doing a lot of what the women do. This is a part of the generational curse. And it's also a part of why a lot of these marriages fail. Because a lot of people come into the marriage thinking that I was told this in these guidelines. This is what I was told. I was told that this is going to happen. And if it don't happen that way, you know, I'm not having a good marriage. Well, it doesn't happen that way. It don't usually happen the way that you heard it. Or the way that you've seen somebody else do it. It happens the way you have to do it. It happens the way by having communication, trust, spend the time with one another, compromising with one another, and being consistent about different things. All of these things together keep your marriage strong. You're going to be unhappy sometimes. There's going to be times you're going to be frustrated. There's going to be times you're going to be confused. So you're not always going to be happy in your, in your marriage. Some people tell you, that if you're not happy in your marriage, you understand what I'm saying? That means you have a bad marriage. But you're not always going to be happy. There's not always going to be moments where you're feeling euphoric. And you feel like you want to, uh, uh, you know, say a whole bunch of great things to make this other person feel like they're amazing to you. There are going to be times you want to shut down. There are going to be times you want to have a moment to yourself. There are times you want to dip into that man cave or go out with the girls. You know, and hang out. But all of this stuff is a part of you might not being ready. If you still want to hang out with the boys all the time, you still want to go out with your friends all the time, you might not be married ready to be in a marriage. That's a part of the generational curse. You understand? Oh, I need to be able to go out with my friends. I need these, I need these things to happen along with those things. And I still need my alone time and I still want to be by myself a lot and I just want this person to say that I'm married to them to know that I'm married and to know I'm somebody's husband or wife to just know that but I still want my piece of you know what I was doing on the side to still exist you're not ready to be married you're not so I was looking as I was doing some research on this conversation and a lot of the videos when I started doing the research came up because I wasn't going to attack and I'm not attacking I'm trying to make a point a lot of the videos that came up 
was, why are women of African descent not married? And a lot of the videos that you see, a lot of the women of African descent are not married, you understand? Because they say that the men of African descent have commitment issues. A lot of men of African descent are like little boys, raised by their single mothers, and not shown how to properly be men. Is this true? What do you think about that in the comment section? Right now in the comment section, is that true? Is our men that's raised by single mothers still basically little boys that don't know how to be men in a marriage to a woman? So these women are less likely to deal with these men because they're like little boys raised by mommy, consistently raised by, consistently checking in with mommy to make sure that things are going right. To make that sure that things are all right. Is this true? That's a part of the generational curse, y'all. What's a part of the generational curse? Single parents. If you are not ready to have kids, have protected sex. We got to get to a point where we see a generation that's not just impregnant, that's just not impregnating women and leaving them to be single mothers. Try to figure this out on their own. We see that a lot more in a, in a uh, community of African descent and a Hispanic community. You see it a lot more. It's happening in every other community as well. But for some reason, the light is being shined on us. You understand what I'm saying? When you look at it, you Google it, you look it up. More women of African descent, and a lot of women that, uh, uh, you know, that are Hispanic are more likely to have baby daddies. You understand what I'm saying? So you gotta look that up. Check it out. Do the research. If I'm, if I'm wrong, tell me in the comment section. You're wrong about that. You're a piece of you. You're going to shut up. Spread the wrong information. You sound stupid. You sound crazy. This conversation is crazy. This conversation is crazy. When are you going to stop just having babies within your body? And you have to plan carefully. That's a part of raising the generation curse. You have to make sure that the person you're about to have a baby with is going to be with you for eternity. It's going to be with you forever. It's going to be there for the children forever. Is a mother raising a son by herself a detriment to society? I can't really answer that question because I'm not a mother raising a son by herself. But when you look at the surface, you see that a lot of single mothers who have sons, the son usually doesn't know how to be a man according to society. That's why they say that the little boys need men. So finding that little boy a mentor is better for him to grow and to help him understand how to take care of a household. But what if that little boy is being mentored by a man who was raised by a single mother. 
And that mentor was being a mentor by a man who was raised by a single mother. There's the generational curse that needs to be broken. You understand? We have to make sure, or you have to make sure, that when you lay down with somebody, you're protecting yourself. And if something wants to come out of that, you're with a person, you're laying down with a person, you know you want to spend the rest of your life with. It sounds bananas. I know y'all, that sounds bananas. I know I'm not just gonna, you know, ruin my fun and just try to find a person I want to be with. That's how a lot of people think. They look at it as fun. But if you want to just have fun, protect yourself. Because if you just so happen to bring a child into this world, but you having fun, that's exactly what you're going to do with that kid's life. You're going to have fun with their life. They're going to mess their life up. And here's the generational curse happening again. And again and again. This conversation may have not went where I thought it was going to go. Any bad information or wrong information I put out there, please correct me in the comment section. I'm human. I make mistakes. We all make mistakes. I'm not looking for people to blast me on my own YouTube channel. Put it in the comment section. Shoot me a link. Hey, this is some actual stats you can look at. Check this out for future references. And go back and, you know, recant some things that you said. And revisit. And then come back to us to deliver actual logic or actual knowledge but I'm pretty close to what I'm saying and what actually is the truth behind all this why are women of African why are many women of African not married why not many successful women of African descent are not married and it says because the men of African descent a lot of men of African descent can't handle a strong woman of African descent one of it is that a lot of dudes of African descent, and I gotta, I gotta add this in this podcast. Sorry, bro. A lot of dudes of African descent spend more time worrying about shooting and killing each other, worrying about treating women of African descent like holes, they're like thoughts, and just getting them by the numbers. So when you more likely focusing on shooting down your fellow brother and treating your women like trash, how are you going to be a husband to anybody? How? There's more men of African descent that's incarcerated than any other race. We got to break the generational curse, y'all. This conversation gets deep. So like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I don't want to drain, you know, drag this video out. You know, I'm going to put some stats up here. I'm going to put some statistical data up here for y'all to look at. You got the pictures going. Leave me some comments. If you like the video, give it a thumbs up. If you like the channel, make sure you subscribe. But things are about to get a little bit hardcore in the series. If you like the series, let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments too. Follow Relationship Stuff 101 on Twitter, Instagram. Follow me to join the uh, YouTube page. Subscribe here today. Um, I'm trying to drop out. I come to YouTube. I come to Twitter, Instagram. Join the Facebook group. Join the conversation. Ask a question. You got a 
question for a future podcast, you got an idea for a future podcast, leave it right there in the comment section. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you're feeling. I like feedback, whether negative or rather negative or positive. I like the feedback. But next week, we're gonna get into an extension of what's happening today. Next week, we look at toxic masculinity. Excuse me. This podcast right here is going to have two different podcasts attached to it. How do we break the toxic? How do we break the generational curse? Let's look at toxic masculinity. Then after we look at toxic masculinity, we're going to look at toxic femininity. Once we address and look at these three things, we'll understand how we break the generational curse. Hopefully it helps you, hopefully it helps your grandkids, hopefully it helps your great grandkids. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for listening to the Relationship Stuff 101 YouTube page, podcast, here on this Saturday morning, February. <laughs> 27, 2021. <laughs> oh man, got a brain fart for a minute there. Let's just stop one on one podcast here on this Saturday morning, February 21st, February 27, 2021. I'm your host, here Henderson. With my understanding, compared with your understanding, we can have a greater understanding. This is just my understanding of how to break the generational curse. I'm ready to hear yours now. I'll catch y'all in the next video. Give this video a thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. Leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe if you're new. I'm trying to get the podcast also. I want to say this. I'm trying to get the podcast to 100 monthly listeners by, let's say, June. And I want to get a thousand monthly listeners by the end of the year. So share this podcast, share it around, have other people join the conversation. And I'm going to see y'all out there. Peace.